This is Eye on Health. Delving into your overall well-being. With MedLab Middle East. On Dubai Eye 103.8. I'm Helen Farmer and you are listening to Eye on Health here on Dubai Eye 103.8. Brought to you by Arab Health and MedLab Middle East. This week we're talking about infectious diseases especially with a recent scare of monkeypox over the last year. Chatting to some experts, finding out more and how we can protect ourselves. Our first guest is Professor Michael Skinner, who's been following the rise of what is now being called MPOX. We are talking infectious diseases on today's episode. And just when we were thought at the end of COVID, monkeypox started making the rounds, or rather MPOX, which is the name given by the World Health Organization. Now, several months ago, there were reports of rising cases. Seems to have calmed down, or has it? What do we need to know? Joining us now, Professor Michael Skinner, virologist at Imperial College London and Department of Infectious Diseases, to help us unpack a little bit about the need to know. Um, Professor, thank you for being with us. Really appreciate your insights on on this topic. And you know I'm going to start very basic. I just want to know, in those who haven't got, you know, decades of experience in this topic, what exactly is monkeypox? Okay, so uh, monkeypox, um, and I, I I am probably going to carry on saying monkeypox because although the name of the disease has been changed by WHO to mpox, um, we still have to talk about lots of different viruses and to avoid confusion i'm going to stick with when i'm talking about the virus it's monkeypox so monkeypox is a um a virus it's a pox virus uh, more more precisely it's a member of a small group of pox viruses called the orthopox viruses which includes the pox viruses that most people will have heard about so smallpox is in there um cowpox that's another one that might need renaming um but also vaccinia virus uh and 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 a few others like that um it's it, it's like like cowpox is actually uh it's a misnomer it's misnamed which is partly why um the who has changed it um it Traditionally, viruses were named after the first species in which a disease was seen. And in this case, um, it was there was a, a, a pox virus, obviously pox virus uh, disease in a cynomolgus macaque um, in Denmark. So it had, really? it had been imported for, I, I for research studies. I was going to say, I don't think about, you know, there being many monkeys native to Scandinavia, but this one had been was, was, was brought into the country. OK, so it was, it was, for, it first was brought seen in there. For, for medical research. Yeah. What were the signs and symptoms initially then? Um, and I guess how has that then evolved to what we now recognise as monkeypox? The first human case wasn't until 1970 um, in, in Africa. Um, and since then, I'd say it's a misnomer because we've realised it's actually in small African mammals. We've found signs of it in squirrels, um, uh, well, particularly it's squirrels, but there are other small um, African animals. And it's been jumping into monkeys which is it causes them problems but also it's been jumping into humans Mm -hmm. Um, and there are two groups of the virus there's one in central africa and there's one in west africa Um, the um, who has renamed those as clade one and clade two Uh, and clade one has always been more serious it has a higher mortality rate it's killed about 10 percent of people but hasn't infected that many people it's mainly hit small rural villages clade two west african um, we haven't seen much happening with that until um, about 2017 when there was a big outbreak in Nigeria. And it was in 2022 that the situation started to change. And we realised that we got a lot more of the virus in, in, in this country, in particular communities, 
Um, and at that time, it be, in dialogue with other countries, we came aware that it was actually an international outbreak. It's now affected uh, about 110 countries. And in terms of signs and symptoms, Professor, what are some of the things that people might be presenting with? Okay, well, Googling symptoms here is, is probably not a, a, a great idea unless you're in one of the at-risk groups. Um, because the initial signs and symptoms are, are, are those of a, a flu-like illness, fever, um, aches, pains, mm-hmm. tiredness, fatigue. The crucial thing is then that you then get a rash on part of your body. Can we talk about safeguarding? What um, What is at our disposal in terms of protection against monkeypox? We're fortunate. I mean, one of the reasons why we, we've seen um, monkeypox um, in Africa increase over recent years because smallpox vaccination used to protect us. Um, but it's a long time since anybody was vaccinated against smallpox. Mm-hmm. And so uh, immunity to that is, is waning. And there are a few people who've had the vaccine. Um, so that means we have got um, the smallpox vaccine to use. And there's a couple of there's a, a sort of a latest generation of the traditional smallpox vaccine being used uh, to um, in people who might be at risk and, and healthcare workers. Uh, and then there's a, a sort of brand new um, v- version of the vaccine uh, that is equal, equally being used. And that's one called MVA, which is nice and easy to remember. So if you're not in those at-risk groups, how concerned should we, the public, be about monkeypox and pox um, moving into the new year? I, I think I think uh, the general public doesn't need to worry, but it, it, it's, it is a concern for public health authorities around the world mm-hmm. um, because it, it, the nature of it means it can, it can move around. I say it's already spread through uh, 110 countries. Um, uh, most of those two thirds of those cases have been in uh, the Americas, about a third in Europe um, and the, the, the rest scattered around. But most countries have had uh, a handful of cases. Professor, I wanted to ask you as a virologist, you must have found the last few years absolutely fascinating. Um, if you were able to kind of zoom out and have a look at that kind of macro over over the COVID pandemic. And I wondered, as we come to the end of 2022, what your thoughts or predictions are um, for the year ahead? You know, we've had, well, I mean, we're not, we're not tracking COVID cases currently in the UAE. We're obviously still testing and still looking after people who fall in well, but it's, it's certainly fallen out of dialogue in the sense that, you know, here on Dubai Eye, we were reporting daily cases on an, you know, almost hourly basis. And it does seem to fall out of the conversation, despite the fact I know a couple of people who have it right now. Um, what What are your thoughts in terms of COVID and monkeypox we've addressed, but any other infectious diseases that perhaps we need to be tuned into in 2023? Okay, there's a lot of viruses out there. They're very unpredictable. I, I have taken the last few years personally. The first virus I worked on was a mouse coronavirus. Wow. Uh, I've worked on I've worked on polio virus, which is staging a, a, a bit of a, a comeback at the moment uh, because of particular issues post vaccination. Post vaccination, there is a virus which has come out of vaccination campaigns in the Far East. Um, seems to have made its way into other parts of the world, which were picked up by screening sewage, actually. Um, and, and then, of course, we, we, we've got monkeypox, which I don't think any of us expected to emerge into the general population like this. We've, I think we've all seen how to control infectious mm-hmm. diseases now. We have seen it. Um, it's, it's a, it's, we've let our guard down, and we're hoping that COVID, we're, we're seeing the back, gradual back of it. 
Um, but viruses, um, they're opportunists. Mm -hmm, um, given a, um, a, a chance, they will they will exploit it. We mustn't think that COVID is any less dangerous than it was. It is not. It's the vaccination that's protecting us. Um, pandemics are still the highest risk civil emergency, certainly in the UK. Um, it used to be pandemic influenza, now it's just general pandemics, mm -hmm. which means there's a high risk of it occurring in the next five, ten years. Um, and, and one can be worse than COVID. You know, COVID was not by any, by any means the worst virus we can have. Um, it's interesting you mentioned influenza there because that's exactly what we've had here in, in the UAE because we had a couple of years of record low cases and then this year a, a real spike, you know, hundreds and hundreds of kids in the same school being off with influenza A. Um, you've, you need to talk about strep A, obviously, in the headlines in the UK right now. Um, is strep A something that we need to be particularly clued into, do you think? We'd have to see whether the strep A itself has changed. My, my, mm. my feeling generally is we're seeing a, a, a bounce back. It's having not um, spread um, during the during the pandemic. So it might be uh, just sort of catch up or, or on that bounce back might have given us increased circulation. Mm -hmm. um, so but it is something that is, it's not uh, like a disease like COVID or monkeypox that comes in from outside. Mm -hmm. It's something that we all carry. And so it's the dynamics of how that's working with with young children who are, aren't really protected against it. Uh, so I know I don't think so. And I, say, I think it's something that, that uh, you know, we'll get on top of. But uh, you know, it means a lot of work for people to try and check that there's nothing new happening with it. Absolutely. And I think, you know, in terms of big takeaways, it's coming back to that common sense piece about, you know, the hand washing. Wear a mask now if you're not feeling well. It's just simply good manners, <laughs> you know. And uh, hopefully uh, 2023 will have, few, well, let's just say fewer health headlines or fewer negative health headlines. Um, Professor Skinner, thank you so much for your time. Some really, really useful insights there. I'm feeling a little bit more calm and in control um, of uh, of the situation because it's hard to you know it's hard to be able to take the truth from headlines a lot of the time you know a lot of them are clickbait and it, it it does take an expert such as yourself to really break down exactly what we need to know so I am incredibly grateful for your time I'm going to let you go back to a snowy frosty UK and uh, I'm going to go and enjoy some sun here in Dubai it was an absolute pleasure to catch Thank up you. with you Thank you so so much. Professor Michael Skinner there. Up next, we're going to be in conversation with Dr. Robert Serafino Waniswaka, a consultant in infectious diseases at the Sheikh Shabut Medical City. You are listening to Eye on Health, brought to you by Arab Health and MedLab Middle East on Dubai I 103.8. I'm Helen Farmer. Eye on Health with MedLab Middle East on Dubai I 103.8.